Welcome to Book Recos Between the Pages. I'm Jess. And I'm Lauren. And we're the pals behind Book Recos. This is the podcast where we chat all things books and just about everything in between. And we are back. I hope you missed us. Because after taking a couple of weeks off from the pod and Lauren being away for a month, today we are going to catch up on what we've all missed. And maybe, just maybe, there'll be one or two recos. Welcome back, Lauren. Oh my God, that went so fast. How is it already time to be back here? It went pretty slow for those of us in England, let me tell you. (laughs) It really doesn't feel that long ago that we were recording all of the episodes that we were banking whilst I was away. And I listened to them whilst I was away as well. It's like being in a time warp. Oh, did you? I don't think I have. Um, but yeah, tell us all about it. We had a few GMs when you announced that oh, you, did we? you were going, you were like, I've quit my job and I've gone. And people were like, what? And I was like, no, no, she has another job to come back to. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so I, I haven't had pe- that much of a personality. Yeah, so I promised people that you'll fill them in. Now you're back. Not that you have to tell people where your new job is, but generally <laughs> how it was and what's been going on. Oh my God, it was amazing. And it this week feels just really weird especially because I got COVID when I came back so I did that video on Instagram on stories on the Sunday that I got back and I was like I'm back we're recording the pod blah 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 and then like four hours later came down with the fever and I was like oh fuck (laughs) it's got me the rona has got me after two and a half years um but yeah it was amazing it was like Jess you will know more than anyone how fucking terrified I was about going literally like three days before going Jess and I were recording the pod and right before recording I just burst into tears and I was like Jess what am I doing why am I doing this why have I left my job and why am I going traveling um but it was it was amazing and I'm so glad I did it and would you like to tell people where you've gone <laughs> yeah so I went to Central America I did two weeks in Nicaragua and two weeks in Costa Rica and they were both amazing. Nicaragua was by far my fave. Costa Rica was amazing. But as I was saying to you, it's like much more expensive. Um, and Nicaragua just had everything. It was just all the jungle vibes, loads of amazing beaches. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like I'm honestly like I'm so glad I went. Yeah. Do you have a peak and a pit? Oh, <laughs> my peak was we went to this place called Ometepe in Nicaragua, which is like this little jungle island. And it was just amazing. We stayed in this like amazing tree house. And um, it was just, it was beautiful. And we had like howler monkeys and spider monkeys like on our balcony every morning and like waking up to the sound of monkeys. Um, So that was, that was a peak. But my pit was probably in the same place because we did this like nine hour volcano hike and it was fucking hard. And it was like walking through mud that like came up to your shins. And it was basically like the way I can describe it. It was like a tough mudder in a jungle up a volcano. And I don't know why we thought it would be quite 
not easy but we thought like oh yeah we'll just do that in the morning and then in the afternoon we'll be back to watch the sunset or we'll go to this waterfall and we were just half human by the time we finished and it was was it nine hour round trip or nine round trip round trip but we did it with a guide and that should have been our like disclaimer that it was going to be hard because you can't just do it on your own um and this little uh this dog came up with us as well actually and even the dog at one point had an absolute hissy fit and this dog was like running up the volcano and like through the jungle and it was he was like having a having the best time and then we got to the top and there was like this like we were hiking up to the top where this like little lagoon has formed in the crater and it started pouring with rain because you're like so high up covered in mud and this dog just we there was a bit we had to jump down it was like probably the height of me had to jump down and it was quite slippery obviously and this dog just had an absolute meltdown started crying we were there trying to like rally the dog along to like get him to like feel brave enough to make the jump and it was about 10 minutes probably five minutes that we were like trying to rally the dog along and then the dog just had enough he just walked off and I was like fair enough because I feel the same um so there were tears had on that little hike that we thought was going to be quite easy um but I'm glad I did it still but that was probably one of the pits yeah it's like sometimes like going on holiday it's like oh we should do this because we're here but also, like, it's my fucking holiday. If I don't <laughs> want to go to a cathedral because I actually don't care, I yeah, don't care I'm not that the tourist to. guy's telling me to go. I'm not fucking It's taken me about 25,000 holidays to realise I actually don't have to do anything that people say I should do yeah. on my holiday. So, yeah, I'd have been like, 100%. why am I fucking here in the rain and the mud? I don't enjoy these things. <laughs> Honestly, and there was a point on the way down, and actually the way down was harder. The way up, like, there were some parts that were too high for me to actually get my leg up to be able yeah. to walk through so I had to like get boosts along the way on the way down it was actually harder because yeah you're on the way down you've done it you've got nothing to prove anymore you're just trying to get home and it's really steep on your shins and there was a point where I banged my head on a low branch and it didn't even hurt that much but I burst into tears just because I actually regularly think about, and I, I think I must have done it in the last few weeks, think about when we were in like Debenhams or something in the underwear section and there's like loads of little <laughs> um, hanging rails that like stick out of the walls <laughs> in those. And Lauren like bent down for a pair of pants, forgetting that like across this entire wall, there's loads of rods that stick out. And she just twatted <laughs> one of the rods so hard that like the entire wall of bras shook. And I obviously thought it was the most <laughs> fantastic thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Did I cry? You actually did. I think you were so stunned at what had happened to <laughs> you. You must have probably gone into concussion and I was just being unhelpful and laughing. So yeah, I can yeah. see that from you that you Yeah, yeah. Well. That was... <laughs> and like the guide was even saying like, careful of your head, careful of your head. Still did it. So... Um, a good a good peak and pit there. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was. And how's your Invisalign journey going? I'm desperate Lauren. to know. Two weeks left. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. How did you do it so much faster than I did? How many months have you had it on? Totally, it'll be four months. Shit. Yeah. Mine was 
I think seven or eight in the end. Jeez. Mine was really only one problem area. Yeah. So like that's really like, well, on top and bottom, the same corner of my mouth were both problematic. And so like that's really all that's had to be fixed. Yeah. Equally, those problem areas made like uh, there could be like such a nice photo of me and it would be all I could see. So it's still Mm. very worth doing, especially if it's only four months. Um, So yeah, fine. Nearly three. Oh my gosh, that's going to be such an exciting day. Yeah, I can't wait. Think I'll be off for your birthday. Oh yeah, they're coming. Oh yeah, two weeks. End of March. Yeah. Those of you coming on the reading retreat, I will not have a misalign. Except at night. I also might actually still wear my retainer to stop myself from snacking because it's clearly the only way. (laughs) (laughs) I was saying to my partner, I was like, I'm actually scared for when it ends because I'm just gonna like eat so much again he was like because you you wear them at night still he was like why don't you just wear them in the day and also I'm kind of for that because I fucking hate wearing them at night they give you such a dry mouth yeah they do I had to take mine away with me and it was the least sexy thing Mm. to have to wait because obviously I'm staying in hostels as well so you have to go in and clean your fucking retainer every morning that's Mm. grim yeah so I might become like only when I work from home. Like obviously, if I go into yeah. the office, which is so rare, then I would switch to a night time. Yeah, yeah especially like thing. eight hours, easy. That's your yeah. working day. Yeah, and yeah, I hate having them in my mouth at night. I find I wake up with such a tight jaw, like I've been like holding. Yeah, them. yeah. Because so. I've been so ill this week, I've not been wearing them because when you're ill and you wake up with a dry mouth, anyways, oh, yeah. waking up with a dry mouth with Invisalign. That's that's the pits. Yeah. Let me yeah. tell you. Let me tell you. So yeah, that could that could be me in two weeks. Stay tuned, stay tuned. Stay I'm tuned. also terrified to have the shit taken off my teeth. Like, is she gonna use like a chisel? Like how yeah, do they the do... noise is worse. The noise is the worst bit. Yeah. It's a drill, isn't it? I think I might bring headphones and like put an audiobook on at the dentist. Love that. Great yeah. idea. Yeah. Um, so yeah. All good in the hood in my mouth. Um, <laughs> I do you know actually before we each bring a book. Yeah. Um, have you started the Daisy Jones series on Prime? I've not. Mm. I've I've wanted to save it for when I feel better, so I'm not watching it all drowsy and drugged up. See, it might make you feel better. So they released True. the first three episodes. Oh, is that, are they? Is that they? What that was doing? last week. That time ah, of recording okay. this. Oh no, that was maybe the first week of March. I can't really remember now. And now they've brought out, I think it's just the next three. I'm on episode five at the moment, and I think there's six. And I don't know what the Got plan you. is after that. I have to say. Yeah. Go on. So far, Riley, I think it's Keo, who is Elvis Presley's granddaughter. She looks the part of Daisy Jones. Her singing voice, I'm really happy with for Daisy yeah. Jones because they describe it in such a way. Yeah. It's like really powerful and a bit raspy or whatever, like yeah. perfect. I saw um, that it's the first time a fictional band has made it to number one. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know what number one they're referring to. In the to. US. In the US. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say it's definitely not the case here. But I've had the album on repeat. Well, Have you? Working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so she looks the part. Her singing voice sounds the part. But let me tell you, this character is not a drug addict. And I uh, think that's really crucial to Daisy's character. Definitely. And like there was a line maybe in the second episode where she was like, these pills keep me up, these pills keep me down. And I chase it down with like a mug of champagne or whatever. And I, oh, and I was just like, I'm sorry, hun, but no, you don't. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm waiting to be proved wrong. Yeah. We're only yeah. three episodes in. 
Yeah. And then I think in the fifth, like just I've just got to the bit where she like flushes her pills down the loo. And she's like, I could do this. And then as we we, we as readers have read it, I of course she could it, do but... it because we've seen you doing it. Yeah, and like she, she's not like profusely sweating, which is like you know they talk Thought, about yeah, that in yeah. the book that she's like always hot. She's like honestly, she's not coming across even drunk. Oh, and wow. I'm like maybe I don't know if they've written her to be this way, mm-hmm. and they're like Do you know what? we're going to scrap some of that in this television version, but we do also see her snort- snorting cocaine at one point. So I don't. So you can't have it both ways. It's not coming through. Mm, Whereas Billy, like she's such perfect casting. I don't know what's going on with the drug thing. Billy, when he has this like bit of a meltdown before, you know, at the beginning, I believed that he was high or whatever. Okay. But Sam was always going to be perfect casting from when he played Finnick in Hunger Games. I was like, love this Mm -hmm. man. Can't wait to see Billy. So he's great. (laughs) Camilla, also fantastic. Um, who is the unsung hero of the whole book and she is in the series as well she's stunning the actress her name and Suki Waterhouse is playing Karen and I love that she's kept her British accent because do you remember I said when we talked about it and I was listening to the audiobook that they were pronouncing Camilla as Camilla yeah and I was like fuck I'm so stupid I (laughs) Camilla but in the series they all call her Camilla but Karen who is British calls her Camilla and I'm like Yes, (laughs) and I love that she didn't. She was like, no, in England we pronounce it Camilla, and like she's she's kept with that. Camilla. On the whole, I'm loving it. I'm loving the soundtrack. I'm just really waiting for Daisy to be an actual drug addict. Yeah, which she isn't so far for me. Mm, Interesting. On the flight home, actually, I watched the first three episodes of The Flat Share, which I know you've chosen not to watch. Yeah, partly because I don't have Paramount Plus, but also, yeah, it was. How did you find it? So I get what your what Daisy was saying about um, Tiffy isn't Tiffy, but Leon mm-hmm. is Leon. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has grown on me. Okay. But they have changed things. Like she's in, you know, like quite a. Isn't it in the book? She like works for like some. What does she do? She like she works in publishing, but like in like crochet like um, yeah like it's a crafty books or yeah like knitting and stuff right she goes on that cruise and whatever in this she works for a um a magazine and she writes like online pieces for the magazine and it's like current affairs and like just yeah it's just it's not right um and also she's too She's like too cool and edgy and not yeah, quirky not enough. Yeah. Um, but she has grown on me, having said all of that. Okay. I get and when I was... they have to change things for TV. That's why I was like, if you've written Daisy Jones to not be a drug addict, fine, that's a choice that you've made. But then stop mm. mentioning drugs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, should we actually talk about some books? <clears throat> okay. We'll just one each. Because as right. we know from Instagram, Lauren didn't do much reading while she's away. So I was like, let's just bring one from February. Yeah. Okay. One each. Would you like to go first? Okay. I am bringing Never Never by Colleen Hoover and Taryn Fisher. So first, before I do anything, I'll drop the snot. 
Charlie Winwood and Silas Nash have been best friends since they could walk. They've been in love since the age of 14, but as of this morning, they are complete strangers. Their first kiss, their first fight, to the moment they fell in love, every memory has vanished. Charlie and Silas must work together to uncover the truth about what happened to them and why. But the more they learn about the couple they used to be, the more they question why they were ever together to begin with. You're on mute. mute. Sorry, I had a cough, so I muted myself. Because um, I ha- haven't really heard about the book or anything, but that's pronounced Silas because my sister's boyfriend is Danish and he's called Silas and it's spelt that way. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't actually tried to say it as soon as <laughs> I it was the way we'd read it. Um, but I want to start by saying I think I was sold a bit of a lie with this book because I thought it was new, but it's not new. And maybe From the marketing was... campaign, you would think it was new. Yes, I can see. Yeah, that. I mean, if I was a co-host, Anne, then I'd probably be aware of this. But it was actually originally self-published as a trilogy by Colleen and Taryn in like 2015. So it's quite old, but it's now just been published for the first time by but we a, know a that publisher. Coho is thirsty for the dollar. We know this about it really her. is. She was like, Fuck, yeah, I've already fucking written this, but now Bookstagram yeah. and Booktalk are going to make me a millionaire. Fuck it, I'm going to republish something I've actually already done. I'm going to do the bare minimum. Yeah, that's exactly what is happening here. Um, but I've not read it, so it was new to me. And, and did it you enjoy? new to many. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. And you can't tell. So I think Colleen wrote from the man's, the guy's perspective and Taryn wrote The Girls. And you can't tell. Like, I go in reading books that have been written by, um, like, co-authored, and I'm sure I'm like, I'm. it'll be so obvious, but it's not. (laughs) And that's really smart that they were able to do that. And I think they found, like, a really good blend because Colleen's obviously an amazing, like, romance writer, and Taryn is known for writing really good thrillers, and they both write, write, like, sort of YA so together they were the dream partnership and yeah. it is like the perfect blend of romance and thriller without like being too much one way or the other and I really enjoyed it I can't you can't really say much more than that because obviously it is a thriller and it's a little bit um it's not sci-fi but I guess like they've both forgotten their memories they've woken up and one day they just don't know who the other person is anymore and you can't really share much more about the book because you'll give away how, like, what the reason is. Um, but it's not, like, sci-fi in the sense of, or fantasy in the sense of, like, ghosts and supernatural. Yeah. It's not too supernatural, put it that way. Okay. Um, it's not like, was it Layla that was, or very, yeah. one of those was quite supernatural? Yeah. So it's not too, it's not too, one, well, Yeah. But I enjoyed it. Um, I I went on a bit of a coho binge when I was away. Like I read like three books of hers when I was away wow. because they're so easy to read. So they are really good holiday books if you are starting to think about what to pack, what books to buy if you're going away this year. I'd I'd bang one of them in there for sure. What were the other ones you read? Not that you have to dive into them, but just some titles for people. Um, shit, what were they called? <laughs> All Your Perfects. I read that one. And that was, I read that one right at the beginning 
And Colleen Hoover, I swear to God, in all the places I was staying, because it was a mix of like Airbnbs and, and hostels, there was always a Colleen Hoover in one of the book <laughs> in one of the book drops in the hostels. And I ended up giving my copy to a girl that I met out there who had run out of books. Um and she knew the name Colleen Hoover. So it was like a really good talking point, you know? Yeah. Um I can't remember the other one I read. I've obviously got a really bad memory. But good reco. Good. Good. I'm glad that um, you know, she can continue to make loads of money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really happy for you. Yeah, everyone's like to me and they're like, Oh, have you read any Colin Hoover? And I'm like, No, Lauren reads the Colin Hoover out of us. And they're like, Oh, do you not read the same books? And I'm like, we do, but I I just do not care to read these women's, women's books. I feel like I'm so late to the party that I'm like, I'm fine to have missed this bus. Like, I'm not even going to chase it. Especially when this one, um, like her last couple, well, this one and her last one was like a prequel anyways. Yeah. Uh, sorry, a sequel anyways. So yeah. you're not going to start just reading yeah. that, are you? But even though everyone that reads it ends with us fucking loves it. I'm like, I just have no desire. Yeah. Yeah. What am I going to say that's going to be anything new about this book? Nothing. I'm fine. I've got enough to read. <laughs> yeah. Right. What book are you bringing? I'm bringing a book that was sent to us by Head of Zeus, which had I not read A Lady's Guide to Fortune Hunting by, uh, yeah. I can't remember. I think her name's Sophie, um, which is like Regency romance, like Bridgerton vibes set in like the 1800s or something. I probably wouldn't have gone for this, but they sent us the synopsis and were like, do you fancy reading this? And I was like, do you know what? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm into this vibe at the moment. So it's called No Life for a Lady by Hannah Dolby. Um, and I'll read you the synopsis. Violet Hamilton is a woman who knows her own mind, which in 1896 can make life a little complicated. At 28, Violet's father is beginning to worry she will never find a husband. But every suitor he presents, Violet finds a new and inventive means of rebuffing. Because Violet does not want to marry. She wants to work and make her own way in the world. But more than anything, she wants to find her mother, Lily, who disappeared from Hastings Pier 10 years earlier. Finding the missing is no job for a lady. But when Violet hires a seaside detective to help, she sets off a chain of events that will put more than just her reputation at risk. So it's got that historical fiction element of like, you know, the the society where women literally can only walk around and if they do they have to be with another woman if they're with a man whew, drama if they're by themselves what the hell are they doing so like just going about her daily life is already tricky she yeah. doesn't want a husband and you sort of uncover throughout the book why she doesn't and it's quite sad and like because she lost her mother figure at like quite a crucial age for her she was what 17 I think when she when her mother disappeared she is quite naive and oh. like you know hasn't really yeah. know much or care to know much because she's quite scared of men and so then she's sort of in trying to find her mother it's like oh maybe I'd quite like to be a detective but obviously that's what the title of the book says no life for a lady so she like meets a detective and she's she's like fine well I'll be your typist and so she like tries to become a typist to like make a sort of name for herself and yeah it's good it's like really easy to read really good escapism um, which was like perfect timing for me when I started it. And yeah, it's not like groundbreaking, super feminist book, but like obviously yeah. it has those feminist understandings. Like a lot of books in that time that are written today do. They like try and like break the norm a little bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just a fun, fun read. And she's quite, 
She's not Eleanor Oliphant, but like, you know, some of the like the blunt things that Eleanor Oliphant would say, she occasionally says them or like she sort of says them in her head. Like, why would someone say that? Like, she doesn't quite understand it all because she's quite naive. So that was quite fun and gave me a few chuckles. So, yeah, I think if you want something easy to escape Mm -hmm. into, I'd reco that. Nice. Yeah, it was a nice Look at read. you echoing and reading his, his historical fiction like a... There was no war, so that was quite crucial. Yeah. What I found is that I'm into Regency and like... Yeah. The the lady life side of things, I don't want to read about war. No, <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Yeah. We're over it. Yeah. <laughs> um, And yeah, this is the book that on our Instagram I got in the sea in February so... for... <laughs> Fuck me, guys. I couldn't feel my feet for at least five hours afterwards. And oh, I was really only in the sea for about 10 seconds. It's in your bones by that point, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, and it was like a pebbly beach. So even like after I got out, I had to like walk up to my shoes. And I was like, I don't even know if I can make it. It was like a nine hour hike to a volcano. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. I don't understand how people actually do cold water swimming. Like, you know, people like go in the sea on Christmas Day. Yeah. Absolutely not. No fucking way. <laughs> no. Ice baths, not for me. We've even had this discussion before, I think. I'm not a Wim Hof gal. No. And that's fine by me. But for the gram, you'll do it. I'll do it. I'll always appreciate do it. For the gram. it. Yeah. so much for listening if you enjoyed today's episode then like subscribe leave a rating and review it costs you nothing but it genuinely means the world to us and if you enjoyed it you could always share it with your reading buddy because they might like to listen too and if you don't already then you can follow us on instagram at book recos for funnily enough more book recommendations see you next week we'll be here